If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. You can always archive the first time you posted it and repost it again to see if it'll take off again. But we have been noticing that you can reuse content or reuse themes, strategies, words, captions in a way so that you're not constantly reinventing the wheel. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Create, write, post, and then repeat. Now, for most business owners, social media is a staple of our day-to-day workflows, something that we know we need to do, maybe something we hate actually doing. But for many of us, it is a part of running a successful business. And while we may have created a rhythm or a system when it comes to creating and sharing our content, we often forget about the final critical step of the process, determining if what we're doing is actually effective. Like when was the last time you did an audit of what's actually working? Now, this past year for me has been a lot about creating systems and structure around what I share, how I share it, and what my online presence looks like. And honestly, it's been a huge transformative process. But what I've noticed for me is that usually once I create a system and it seems to be working, I sometimes forget to go back over it to ensure that it is doing exactly what we want it to do. At the beginning of this year, my team and I did audits of all of our accounts and really took a step back to look at what's working, what's not working, and how those insights can guide us forward. This gold digger is your sign to do the same thing. Inside of today's episode, I'm sharing what you should be looking at when auditing your content, how to do an effective audit that will help guide your strategy forward, and how to have more clarity and certainty around the content that you're creating. Are you ready to master your social media marketing and start posting intentional content that drives real results? Grab a pen and paper because you're going to want to take notes on this one. Let's dive on in. Sales super teams aren't built overnight. They require unicorn level talent, hours upon hours of training, huge bottomless budgets, and the perfect mix of impossible luck and 24-7 work. 
or they just have a better sales platform like HubSpot Sales Hub. It's an all-in-one platform filled with all the tools and insights to deliver personalized communications people are looking for. Smarter prospecting, check. Faster revenue, yep. Scales with you, it sure does. Plus, with tons of AI-powered features, teams can spend less of the day on boring, time-sucking tasks and focus on growing the relationships that matter most. Let's face it, your old platform just isn't cutting it. It's cumbersome. It's expensive. It's causing a rift between marketing and sales. I could go on, but let's focus on the keys to winning. Are you ready for your sales team to reach all-star selling status? Sales Hub is a dream come true for sellers. Visit hubspot.com sales to stop dreaming and start selling with Sales Hub. That's hubspot.com sales. Okay, before I dive in, I want to address an elephant in the room. So this year, more than ever before, I have had so many conversations with business owners and content creators about how they are so sick and tired of creating content. Like it is the thing that is looming on their to-do list. It is this thing that they feel like they have to do and they're not entirely sure why. It is this thing that is haunting them. And so before we dive on in, I want to address this, that if you feel this way, when it comes to content, you're not alone. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't even know how to do an audit because I haven't posted in six months because I don't even know what to post. I got you. So we're going to kind of talk about how to reframe the way that we're looking at content in totality so that you're excited to create it again. This last year was so transformative for me when it came to content creation, because I really started to tie the content that I was creating to real results, which made creating and posting content so much more fun. And so today, as I walk you through this audit, regardless of if you've been showing up every day for the last 60 days, or you haven't posted in six months, I want for you to listen to the lens that I'm looking at content through so that maybe you can shift your perspective on this topic that might be dragging you down a bit. So let's dive on in. Now, first, I want to start with a few higher level thoughts on this. And I've actually been thinking about doing an entire training on this topic and strategy, because the more that I'm around other people, the more that I've realized we've figured out a system that is super effective, that doesn't take a lot of time and that drives massive results. And so if this is something you want, like if you would want to learn my exact social media system and how we plan, create and post the content send me a message on Instagram and just let me know that's something you want to learn more about because I've been thinking about doing that. So higher level, I think a lot of us are just straight up burnt out. For many of us, we've been showing up online for years. Like when I think about the fact that I've literally been showing up and posting content for over a decade, it's no wonder we're tired, right? And everything is always shifting. And I think for so many of us, we're just sick of like, when is the next shoe going to drop? When is the next algorithm change going to happen? When is the next feature going to be added that we have to learn? And so a lot of us are just straight up tired. The second thing is, is that a lot of people that are at a higher level of social media have over-systemized it. And what I mean by this is that they have hired out teams and video editors and other people are creating their content. They've gotten so disconnected from the content that they don't even enjoy it. They don't want to post it. They don't feel attached to it. And I think that their followers can feel that. And so then guess what? The posts are falling flat. It goes through too many parties so that by the time it's actually published, it's so far away from what the creator would actually write or say that people can sense that. Another thing is, is that 
a lot of us are not getting a strong enough ROI to legitimize the time that is necessary to create, share, and post content. And so we're like, what's the point of all of this? Like it's it's not doing anything for me. I can't actually connect the dots on how or why this is important. Therefore, I don't want to do it. And so I think for a lot of people, this is the biggest one of like, I know I should be doing this, but I actually don't know what it does for me. And we're done looking at likes and comments, like those don't pay the bills. And so we want to connect the dots in a stronger way that will give us more conviction when it comes to actually creating and posting content. The last thing that I will say is that we've gotten too far away from the content and what maybe got us a following in the first place or why we started in the first place. And I think that a lot of creators, when you were first starting out, you just shared the things you loved, the things that brought you joy, the things that you were passionate about. That was what people was connecting with you on. And for so many of us, we've kind of thought this to death or we've adopted different strategies that might be effective, but we got away from like the true connection that social media can offer us which means that we feel disjointed from the content. Our audience feels disjointed from us. And therefore it's just left with this feeling of like, this doesn't really feel like anything. It feels like shouting into the void. So we really want to change that and bring back like the humanness of social media and the connection and community that can be built on it. So my goal for you is to start enjoying creating content again, to bring the joy back into the entire process. Now, the other important piece is to find a way to link your hard work to these real results so that social media and content creation is not just another thing on your to-do list, but it is something that is a really big part of your overall strategy. It's a part of your flywheel that really makes sense and leads people to the ultimate goal of whatever it is that you are doing for your business. So here's the biggest shift for me. And this came over the last year. I've talked about this topic ad nauseum on the show, but the biggest shift for me happened when we started using chat funnels. So chat funnels are those automations that you see usually on Instagram, also on Facebook, where someone will say, comment the word pod, and I'll send you my free podcast training. And it starts this automated experience inside of your DMS. Everything shifted for me when I started using this strategy because I was very easily able to tie every piece of content where I was using this strategy to real results. And I'm talking about email subscribers. I'm talking about webinar registrants. I'm talking about actual sales. And so when you are thinking about this, if you are struggling and you're like, I don't really get what my content does, like it might get a few likes or comments, but it's not actually getting people to purchase from me or hire me, then this might be something you want to explore. If you want to see what this looks like and or learn from who is helping me implement this, go on to Instagram at Jenna Kutcher, DM me the word chat, and you can literally see how this automation works and how we set it up. It's actually really cool. So you can DM me the word chat. Okay. So overall, when we were doing our audits, we were looking at all of our accounts. And so we started with one account and then went to the next and the next and the next. And so here are a few things we were looking at. So first, 
looking at your profile, a lot of times we forget about this piece. And a lot of times we have a lot of social media platforms, right? We could be on Pinterest, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, like the options are endless. But oftentimes we're not actually going through and saying, is this the most current photo? Is it an engaging photo? Is this the right bio? Does it tell people who I am, what I do, how I serve? Are my links the most strategic and accurate links? And really just looking at like, is this up to date? And is this a current reflection? We actually have a task that is assigned to me every single week for me to audit the bio on my Instagram, because I'm often tweaking it and changing it. And that way I'm staying strategic with that piece, because that is a really big piece, especially for new people who are being exposed to you. They want to click over, understand who you are, what you do, and potentially even have a next call to action for how they can get in touch with you. So what we ended up doing is we did this audit and we started to look through. Now, if you are, let's use Instagram as the main example here in today's episode. If you are someone who has access to analytics inside of Instagram or insights, likely if you are a business or a creator account, you can actually leverage their analytics in a really cool way to sort through the data. Now, if you have been listening to this podcast for a very long time, I was, and I still am skeptical, very opposed to switching to a business account. My whole theory is just on the sense of like, if you are transitioning your account over and you are, if you are a business and you are only posting about business, you need to be a business account. That's just like being legit. But if you are someone who is sharing your life and your business is just a part of it, I would stay a personal account. My only thought is, is that once Instagram and Facebook knows you're a business, they're going to want to charge you. You're going to have to pay to play. That's just my theory. It's never been proven. However, I am under a creator account because that's exactly what I am. And so now I have access to analytics. But regardless of if you have access to analytics or not, you first want to start looking at your top performing content. Now, you probably could already list off a few of the things that you've posted or done that have performed really well. So even if you are just dipping your toe into analytics, you likely already know like every time I talk about this thing, it does really well. Or every time I post about this topic, people love it. And so a lot of times in the back of our mind, we have identified the themes, the trends, or the types of content that perform well, but really doing an audit and saving your posts or taking screenshots of the stuff that is really working can help build out a little resource for you on the days where you're stuck or you're like, nothing is landing these days. What should I do? And so obviously it's pretty easy to identify your top performers, but you want to look at a few different things. So a lot of times when people look at top performers, if they're looking at things like reels, they're looking at views or they're looking at likes and comments. I also want for you to do a little audit. And if you have analytics, you can also see which posts got you the most new followers, which posts led to a real ROI, like which ones actually helped you sell your thing or get a new email subscriber or something of value in your business and which content got the most saves or like forwards, like where people were sending it off shares. And so you want to kind of look at a few different things because a lot of times people just stop at the ones that got the most engagement. But if we're again, really tying this to real results, we want to look at things like followers, real results in your business, saves and shares. And so I was kind of using the analytics tool on Instagram to sort through this just to see, are there trends? Is it the same type of content for all of these? 
Are there different types of content that maybe get shares and different ones that get saves and just kind of starting to feel out like, can I notice trends in this? Because when you start paying attention to trends, you can almost start to predict the outcome of the content you're creating, which again, gives you more clarity and certainty in the creation process, which is something that I think we all want. You also want to look at the variables of your top performing content. So again, a lot of times we might just have something that takes off. We often just chalk it up and be like, oh, this was just like a fluke or this was the actual piece of content. But there are so many different variables surrounding what your content is and what can impact it in terms of the results. And so really take a minute to be slightly more analytical here. What was the topic? What was the audio, if you used one, safer or real? What was the caption? What was the call to action? And what was the hook? And so again, you want to kind of dissect your top performing posts and again, see if you can identify trends. Now, there are so many different people out there on the internet that teach like, here is the exact ingredient for going viral. And I will say that there are some really good tips in there. But when you start to dissect your content, you might notice like, oh, I had a really strong hook. I had a really epic CTA. I was using trending audio. I was talking about this topic. It was this length. It was this type of footage. And again, the more that you can identify what is working well for you, the more that you can create more content just like that. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough, but I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. Now, either way, it takes a ton of work. Whether you're building your website from scratch or struggling to manage payments, you need Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate one-stop shop that's been my go-to for almost a decade. Yes, nearly a decade. It's designed to help creators and entrepreneurs build thriving online businesses with steady recurring income. Whether it's blogging, coaching, or podcasting, Kajabi makes it simple to transform your passion into profitable online courses, exclusive member sites, and so much more. 
Over the years, Kajabi has been my rock from hosting my signature courses like the Pinterest lab to handling transactions without taking a single penny of my money. That's right. You get to keep 100% of what you earn. With Kajabi, you get powerful analytics, simple payment options, effective email marketing tools, and beautiful website templates that you can customize. And here's a little secret. You don't need a massive following to earn a great income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi who are making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers, and you can be one of them. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash goal. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash goal. Join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion today at kajabi.com slash goal. So here's my pro tip. A lot of times when people do audits, they might just like take a few notes and be like, okay, this is the top performing. Here's what I want you to do. Create a document or a folder. Like you could literally screenshot things on your phone, but I think having a document where you can link up to the actual posts for easy access is a really great thing. So we have a working doc of like our top performing content of 2024. And you want to go through and try to save your top five to 10 posts. And again, have easy access that links to that content so that you can quick click on it, remind yourself of what that content was, pull out the actual content and the caption, take a little time again to evaluate when you actually go through and splice and dice this content and look at it, you might start to notice trends. Now, also having this on file is totally going to help you when it comes to sitting down and planning out your content, using it as this reference point, and also as an encouragement to try more of what is already working. One thing that I've heard from other creators, and we're starting to test it out in my own business and content strategy is this idea of reposting content that already performed really well. And so I follow a few different content creators that are teaching about Instagram content. And one of the things that they're doing is every 30 days, they're looking at their top posts and they're literally reposting the same exact post to see if it'll take off again. And it's funny because we've actually been testing this a little bit recently and it seems to work. And if you really think about it, about three to 5% of your audience is actually seeing your post the first time. And so you're not like double hitting people. And plus nobody is paying that close of attention to your content anyways. And so lose all of the ego things that are telling you like, oh my gosh, I could never post the same thing two times and maybe test it out, especially if you're posting a decent volume of content, nobody's going to notice. You can always archive the first time you posted it and repost it again to see if it'll take off again. But we have been noticing that you can reuse content or reuse themes, strategies, words, captions in a way so that you're not constantly reinventing the wheel. You can always tweak things if you want or recreate it, but here's a random tip. Try reposting the stuff that's already done really well. Having a curation of these top performing posts can also just help when you are starting to think through different strategies that you want to try. So when we sit down, let's say we're going into a launch, I am like, hey, I need 10 different reels on this one topic, looking at what has been working, what has worked in the past, different types of content. It really helps for me to understand, okay, this is the type of content I need to shoot. These are the types of audios we need to source. This is how we can start to plan that out. And so again, just create this resource for yourself. You're going to thank yourself later. You can make it beautiful. You can make it hodgepodge. You can take screenshots, however you want to do this. But I just recommend you don't just quick scroll through your feed and look for the top performers and leave it at that. Try to organize that information and identify trends. 
Now, the next thing we did is look at the bottom performing content. And I'm not just looking at vanity metrics here. So I'm not just looking at like which posts did the worst, quote unquote, with likes and comments. Yes, it is good to look at those just so that you kind of have a lens on it. But I also want to look through the lens of like, well, what was the intent of that post? What was the goal of that post? I've shared this before, but if somebody were to look at my social media feed, they would notice like, whoa, Jenna, when you talk about X, Y, and Z, you have a really strong engagement. Usually those are things that are not leading to real results. The purpose of that content is things that I'm passionate about and things I want to connect with you on, but it's not actually leading to ROI. If people were doing an audit and they were only looking at likes and comments, they would be like, hey, Jenna, just like never talk about your business again because every time you do that, it falls flat. But if it is, quote, falling flat and still delivering a result that leads to a true return on my investment, dude, I'm going to post about my business. I'm never going to stop. And so I want to make sure that as we're looking at this, we're not, again, just focusing on vanity metrics. We're actually looking with a critical lens of like, did this content do what the goal of the content was? And this might lead to a bigger question here of like, as you are creating content, are you asking yourself, what is the end goal or the desired result of this piece of content. And if you're not doing that, that is a beautiful place to start because that is going to help for you to really start to identify what type of content you need to create, what the goal of the content is, and how to make that goal achievable through the content you're creating. So when you start to analyze your bottom performers, you might start to see trends that can guide your decision process forward. So here are some questions that I want for you to ask yourself about bottom performing content that you are now identifying. So even if others don't like this or it's not quote performing well, do I still love it? Because I think a lot of times we start to share things that we're really excited about, that we're passionate about, and then it doesn't quote perform well. And then we stop posting it. But like, if nobody cares, if nobody likes it, do you still love it? I think that's a good question to ask yourself. The second question is, is there a way to test or experiment with this type style or topic or try something else? Do you want to continue to create this type of content that is underperforming and try to tweak it and make it perform better? Or do you want to leave it behind? Do you want to scrap this category or this type of post altogether and move forward with a different strategy? And so these are questions you can ask yourself about your bottom performing content. Like for example, I love like fun and cheeky quotes. I love inspirational quotes. I just like love quotes. The amount of screenshots that I have of just like, Ooh, this one hit deep on my phone is really, really big. And it would be really easy as we were doing our audit, we noticed on the gold digger account, like, oh, these quote graphics aren't doing very well. And it'd be so easy to be like, all right, let's just never post a quote again. I'm like, well, maybe we can dig a little bit deeper. We realized that as we were looking at those, the captions of those had no call to action. So it's just like inspiring words that I love. And then a short little caption and there was like nothing else. It was just a dead end. It was like, well, no wonder these aren't performing well. We're not asking people to share something or to engage with it or to share it. And so it was really not about the actual post itself. It was how we were positioning it and what was accompanying the post. And so you want to make sure that you don't just take tricks at face value. Again, take some time to really look at all the pieces of a post to see if there are themes or trends that will give you insight insight so that you can continue creating with confidence. So that was something that was really interesting to us is like, 
oh, well, these don't do well. And I was like, well, no wonder they're not doing well. Look at the last five of them. The caption was the exact type of same. We got to change that first before we scrap it all together. So the next big thing that you want to do with your audit is you want to reevaluate what your JK5 is. I recently did a private coaching experience. I like never do private coaching. And I did a private coaching experience with a creator and we were walking through what her JK5 was. So if you are unfamiliar, this is something I invented, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. It's been written about in marketing books. But basically, it is about having five different content pillars that are a part of your brand so that if somebody doesn't know or need what you have to sell, they still have a reason to follow you. So these are like connection points so that you can build a true brand, not a business, because a brand is a personality behind your offers. And a business is just the product or service or offer that somebody can purchase. And if you want to have something that can pivot, that can evolve, that can build a true community and not just a following, then you want to have a brand. And so the JK5 was created so that I could have a light system around my content. And so years and years and years ago, I basically posted Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and each of the days of the week were a different content pillar. So when I first started it, it was puppies, it was home, it was marriage, it was wedding photography, and it was calligraphy. And these were pieces of my life. And so if people didn't need wedding photos, but they loved rescue dogs, they followed me. If people liked calligraphy, but they didn't care about my couch, they still had a reason to follow me. And basically it gave my ADHD brain a loose structure of like, here's how to post to build something that is true and recognizable, give people a reason to follow me, even if they don't need my services at the moment and help me build a real brand. And so I want for you to think about what are some of the pillars of you and your company? And you want to make sure that one or two tops of the pillars are your offers or have that deeper ROI. But the other pieces of the categories are literally meant to connect and to share your passions and who you are and build that real personality that is behind the brand. And so reevaluate what are the main pillars. We have pillars for this podcast where we think through these are the five main topics that we cover on the Gold Digger podcast. How are we ensuring that we're continually covering these throughout the content we create? We have pillars for my social media. We have pillars for Pinterest. And so you really want to think through, okay, what are like the categories? And if you're struggling with this, imagine that you had your own magazine. What would some of the cover stories be? Because a lot of times we'll buy a magazine for one story on the inside, but then we read the whole thing, right? And so think through like, what are some of the topics that you want to cover in your quote magazine? Those are the pillars of your brand. And that can provide you a little bit more structure around your content. Now, if you already have them, ask yourself, do I need to reevaluate these? Have these changed? Is there something I want to test or try? Is there something new in my life that I want to start sharing and really nail those down? I love the number five, just because if you are posting Monday through Friday, five days a week. That would be amazing, but it would give you this cyclical feel to your feed so that it's recognizable and people start to understand that. So this year for me was a huge year of strategizing and systemizing. So over the last year, we've started to create these systems, but this year, 2024, I'm going deep on how I want everything to have standard operating procedures and playbooks. I want to have a system and a strategy so that I don't feel overwhelmed and I'm not waking up in the middle of the night being like, oh, did that one thing get done? I feel like 
for so long, I really hated the idea of systems. It felt like as a creative person, it felt like I was like boxing myself in. But at this stage of life with two young kids and a lot of moving parts, systems and structure are now giving me so much peace in life. And they're also giving me like boundaries so that I know what I need to do and what I can let go of. And so I am building out this system that I want to teach you soon. But I have basically created this process where I can sit down and literally create like 10 reels in one sitting, have them all saved as drafts, ready to publish. And then I set up a little reminder of when they need to go up. And it's taken me out of this feeling of like, I need to create every single day. It's content I still love. It's content I personally am creating, but it's been this system that allows for freedom and flexibility to share what I'm excited about and passionate about in the real moment, as well as having posts ready to go so that on days I'm not like, oh crap, I haven't showed up on social. What the heck am I going to write about? Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So for our gold digger and social media channels, we have this really consistent posting schedule. So for my feed, I manage it. I run it. I create everything that goes on it. I am the person typing everything out and responding to DMs. But for our other channels that we're managing, we have these consistent posting schedules. And honestly, the biggest thing that we're doing right now is really refining them and looking into what tweaks we want to make and what things we want to try on them. So if you are listening to the show, go over and 
follow us on Instagram at Gold Digger Podcast. You can watch our experiment in real life as we're testing out new types of content. What content is landing? What is getting shared? Just click the link in the description. You can click follow, but you will literally get kind of a behind the scenes as we're revamping the social structure and content on this account in real time. So it's going to be really fun. So like, for example, on Gold Digger accounts, you basically have a theme for each day of the week. So just like the JK5 gives you themes, we are doing the same thing on our secondary account. So we're sharing a new episode. We're sharing a reel about an episode. We're asking our community a question. We're posting inspiring content. Now, since that account is more niche because it's strictly for people like you, our listeners, our pillars are a little bit more focused on the show and sharing that content, right? People can follow my main account if they want to see my life. But if they're like, just give me the podcast content, that's where it lives. Now, for me, when I think about brand pillars and the JK5, like mine continues to evolve. It has evolved so much over the years. I used to share mac and cheese every single Monday. Like mac and cheese Monday was a thing. It was a movement. I shared foster puppies on Fridays. These days, I am more so just sharing my life. I'm sharing my motherhood journey. I'm sharing my routines. It like continues to evolve. If I had to define my JK5 right now, and this is something I'm still working through with my audits, I would say it's motherhood, home, health, business, and lifestyle. Those are the five main things that I like to focus on. And it seems like you guys like to follow. So the next thing that you have to think about after you're doing these audits and analysis, you looked at your top performers, you looked at your bottom performers, you've optimized your profile is ask yourself, what do I want to experiment on? Now, as you work through your audits and you start to notice these trends and areas you want to improve on areas that you might want to rework, I also urge you to be willing to and excited about experimenting. I'm not just talking about trying a new strategy once or twice. I'm literally talking about like being committed to trying something for like 30 days to really glean. Is this going to work for me? Does this work for me? You might find something brand new that works exceptionally well for you or a new style of creating content that you love or a new way to share your life that you hadn't even thought of. I have an entire episode about the topic of experimentation and why I think more entrepreneurs need to be willing to experiment. I think it's going to change your life. If you need some inspiration, you can go back and listen. It's episode 704, the critical reason why you need to experiment more in your business business. We will also link it up in your show notes and the description for today. But that episode is really powerful. And I think especially when it comes to social media content creation, we have to be open minded to try new things. We're never going to evolve on social and still get results if we are not willing to try an experiment. That is how we uncover what's actually working and what we enjoy creating. So if you have a new idea, or you have some time and you can kind of do a little analysis of some of your top accounts that you love following and ask yourself, what type of content are they creating? What is their cadence? What do I love seeing? What do I hate seeing? What do I want to see more of? You can do a little bit of a competitor analysis and really maybe get some new ideas that you want to test out on your own feed. Again, experiment, commit to it. Don't just try it once and say it doesn't work. Do it repeatedly so that you can get real results that can help guide you and your decision-making process forward. Okay, we're winding on down, but before I leave you, you have to create your plan. So again, 
let's go back to the beginning of this episode. If you are someone who has not been consistent, we have to create a plan. You cannot just have this feeling every day of guilt and shame for not showing up on a platform you think you should be. We have to create a plan and create a realistic plan that you can actually stick to. Something amazing happens when you see yourself following through on a plan. Even if it is to just post once a week for the next month or show up on Instagram stories for one minute a day, whatever that looks like, we have to have a plan. And I'm not talking about like a rigid plan that sucks the entire fun out of social media. I'm talking about a plan that keeps you from berating yourself that you're not doing what you think you should be doing or keeps you from sitting in that spiral of thinking you need to create content on the fly and you have no idea what to post or what to say about it. I've already shared what the posting schedule looks like on Gold Digger, but on my personal account, we've been working at having this system where I have at least three pre-prepped reels ready to go for the week. Again, this helps for me to feel like, okay, I'm staying consistent on days where I have nothing to say. I still have content to create and this is all locked and loaded. So I can literally just go on, hit publish and engage with people in the comments. But this also leaves room for me to post the random things that I want to share about. So it keeps the spontaneity in social media. It keeps the fun in it. So I found that perfect balance of like, ideally, I would love to show up five days a week on social media. Does it happen every week? No. But when I have three pre-planned posts, along with the opportunity to share whatever the heck I want to share, it's this beautiful mix of having structure and systems while also having freedom and flexibility. And so create your plan and figure out what does that look like for you and how can this plan really elevate you to have confidence and love for creating content. And so that has been super, super helpful. Now, again, there is no right or wrong posting plan. Most of us do not have the bandwidth to post two reels every single day or whatever that is that people tell you you have to do to grow your account. And so get really honest with yourself. Keep it super simple. Make it doable. Start to do that. And as you start to create your own rhythm and system and structure, then you can always expand as you go. Okay, the last thing that you want to have on your calendar, and I literally mean going onto your Google calendar, setting a day aside or a few hours aside, making it a meeting that you will not skip, is having a day to reevaluate your efforts. And so I want for you to make sure that this isn't just an audit that you do once a year, but that you're doing it every 30 or 60 or 90 days to really assess and stay on top of like, here's what's working, here's what's not working. Do I want to drop that? Do I want to change it? Do I still love it? and asking yourself these big questions so that every time you go to post, you are very clear. What is the goal? How will I evaluate if this was effective or successful? And did I enjoy the process of creating and sharing this? So make sure you put on your calendar a reminder to reevaluate and do another audit shortly so that you are consistently staying on top of what's working and what's not working. So that if somebody were to ask you, imagine being on like Shark Tank and Mark Cuban says to you, okay, what are you doing on social media? And you can say exactly what your plan is that you just created. And what is the effectiveness of your social media? And again, you can report that because now you know how you're tying it to real results. Now, as we come to the end of this conversation, I just want to remind you that this is a chance for you to restart and you don't get just one chance. You have chances every single day to restart. So if you are someone who feels like, man, I've already dropped the ball. I missed the beginning of this year. This wasn't a perfect year. I'm just going to wait till next year. Don't (laughs) start today. 
Take time to look at your efforts, to look at the way that you've shown up, to look at the way maybe you've held yourself back and take some time to sit with that. You are going to notice amazing trends that are going to guide you with more clarity and confidence. And you, my friend, are a CEO, whether or not you feel like it or you claim that title is your own. And so clarity and confidence come along with that role. But you've got to invite in ways to bolster your clarity and your confidence. And a social media audit is one of the best ways you can do that. I want to make sure that any of the precious time that you are spending creating social media content and sharing it with the world is time. I'm well invested because you know me, time is my currency. And I'm not just looking at the ROI in terms of your energy and your money, but I'm looking at it in terms of your time. I want to make sure your time is worth every single minute that you are spending creating, sharing and engaging. So do this social media audit, report back your results. I would love to hear from you. And I just want to make sure that you stay in the game. You've got this. The world needs what you've got. Keep on showing up. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.